Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Amen. Welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast. This is Brother Jeremy Simpson, and I'm so thankful for you being there listening today. Uh, be no need for me to do this if you were not doing what you're doing, and so I'm so thankful for it, and I hope something we say will be a blessing today. I appreciate the response so far from the listeners, and uh, so thankful that folks are listening and enjoying uh, what we're doing here. I want to go this uh, on this podcast today to a few scriptures, and I'm interested in one word and I hope I don't go too long today. I know I'm trying to keep the podcast between 8 and 15 minutes, but I feel like maybe this ought to be one that's just one podcast and uh, one thought carried all the way through. So I uh, hope that'll be all right. Uh, but I want to read a couple verses. Uh, there is a word in the Word of God that I'm interested in today, and it is the word until, until. And we know what the word until means. We uh, use that word on a uh, daily basis, I'm sure. Uh, sometimes subconsciously, we'd say it, and we don't even realize we've said it. But Song of Solomon, chapter two. There's a couple of verses there I'd like to read, and then uh, also one in Song of Solomon four, and then a couple of verses in the New Testament. Here's what the Bible said in Song of Solomon two, verse sixteen: My beloved is mine, and I am his. He feedeth among the lilies until the day break. Until the day break. And the shadows flee away. Turn, my beloved, and be thou like a roe or a young heart upon the mountains of Bether. And then again in Song of Solomon 4, verse 6, he writes this. Again, the same phrase, until the day break and the shadows flee away. And then one of my favorite verses in the New Testament is in the book of Philippians, chapter 1, and verse number 6, where the Bible says, Being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And here's another one, another great passage, 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 19. We have a also we have also a more sure word of prophecy whereunto you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your heart. And that little word until that we just read in the Song of Solomon and also in these two passages in the New Testament, it is a word of expectation. And I just finished in the last few podcasts talking about the imminent return of Christ. And we talked about the expectation and the anticipation that you and I as believers ought to have concerning the return of Jesus Christ. The word until is found in the Bible 350 times, until. And of course, all those references are not in anticipation of the coming of the Lord, but some of those are, just like the ones we just read. The word until, it points out into the future. It is pointing to a time or to a place or to an event that is in the future. Uh, that word until is a is a is a helpful word it is a, a word that is hopeful it is a word that will help you hold out 
and hold on. And I know we're not enduring until the end for our salvation, but let's just be honest. We have to hold fast to the profession of our faith. We don't need to waver. We, we hold. And, and sometimes you're going through a trial in the present that you have to just say, until. It's a word of expectation. It's a word of anticipation. It's a hope word. It's a, it's a word that gives you hope that there's something great and something grand and something glorious that is going to happen in the future, that somebody is about to come on the scene, that somebody or something is expected, that somebody or something is within sight. And in all four passages that I read, passages that I read, you need to understand that those writers, every one of those are facing some dark times, some difficult times, even some dangerous times. That little girl in Song of Solomon, she's talking about shadows. The Apostle Paul is writing to the Philippians from a prison cell. And the Apostle Peter is writing his passage in a time of great persecution against the early church. But what got that little girl through the shadows and what got Paul through the prison cell and what got Peter through the persecution experience was the anticipation of a better day. It was the expectation of a brighter day, the hope of a daybreak, where the Bible teaches us that weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. That one day that we look to, when all of the shadows will flee, and all of the fear will subside, and all of the persecution will cease and come to an end, until points to that time, until points to that place and to that event, a better day on the horizon. When we know that person that we love and that person that we trust and that person that we believe in is going to come take us to another world where there'll be no more shadows, where there'll be no more dark nights, where there'll be no more fears, where there'll be no more battles, where there's going to be no more persecutors, no more disappointments, no more frustrations. These writers that I just read these passages, they're writing from their own experience. And they're writing for their own encouragement. And they're inspired of God to write not only for their encouragement, but here we are in 2022 when they are writing for our encouragement. That when we face a difficulty or we face a danger or when we face a disappointment, we can hold up our head and expect a dawn of a new day. We can hold up our head in anticipation of the daybreak that's going to take place sometime in the future. We have the Word of God as our encouragement to go ahead and just continue, to keep on keeping on, to not be weary in well-doing, to overcome evil and not be overcome of it, to not cast away our faith, but to hold on until, to hold on until that time, to hold on until that place, to hold on until that event, till the shadows flee and the storm passes and the labor ends and the Savior comes to catch us away and take us to a brand new land. Now you hear me, this is very important. It's a matter of three things, three words that we use on a daily basis. It's a matter of when, it's a matter of now, 
and it's a matter of then. It's a matter of when, it's a matter of now, and it's a matter of then. And I want you to think for just a second on the word when, W-H-E-N. Do you remember when? Do you remember when? Think about that for just a second. Do you remember when um, our nation was not so divided? Do you remember when alcohol was still a sin? Do you remember when abortion was un- was you know not thought of? Murdering babies. Do you remember when sodomy and, and the sin of homosexuality was unheard of? When the American flag was still revealed? Do you remember when authority was respected? When parents were still in control? When husbands and wives still uh, revered one another? Do you remember when police officers were still heroes? Do you remember when... Let's take this on a personal level. Do you remember when you were healthy? These listeners right now are probably sitting in their home and and uh, their their body is is racked with pain and and maybe maybe something has happened where they're not as vibrant as they once was. Do you remember when you were strong? Do you remember when you had vitality? We can remember when. I thought about this. I can remember when I was lost. I can remember when I fell under conviction. I can remember when I got born again, June the 1st, 1980. I can remember when God gave me my wife. I remember when God gave me my first child, my second child, my first grandbaby. I remember when God gave me my first uh, uh, position as, as, as a youth pastor. I remember when I became the pastor of Walters Grove Baptist Church in Lexington. I remember when God allowed me to be the pastor here at Thanks to Calvary almost 10 years ago. I remember when uh, God helped me through my trial. I remember when God uh, led uh, folks to our church. And all of us can look back and remember when. Remember when. Now, it can be an experience of sorrow, uh, and it can be an experience of gladness. When you look back, when you look back, remember when. It can be something that brings a tear to your eye. Or it could be something that brings a, uh, a spring in your step and joy in your heart. We can all remember when, because when deals with the past. We've already had that. But whether we like it or not, and whether we want to face it or not, and whether we want to accept it or not, we are now facing the now. We are now staring at now. We've had our when. But now we're dealing with now. And sometimes the now is difficult. Sometimes the now is heartbreaking. Sometimes the now will bring doubt and fear and weariness and even sickness in the body. And the last few years, I said a little something about this in in an earlier podcast. The last few years we have seen uh, days like I've never seen. I'm 47 years of age and been in the ministry full time since I was 19 years of age. I've never seen I've never seen a day like what we're living in. I've never seen it. It's uh, I I can remember when uh, growing up in the early 80s and uh, just um, life was totally different. Our children don't even realize how different it is. But anybody that's over 45 years of age, they remember when. 
And the reason we don't give up now and the reason we don't turn back now, I believe part of that is because we're thankful and grateful for the win. When God blessed, when God was good, when God was faithful, the win of the past can help you in the difficulties of the now. And we are having our now. The last three years, uh, the, the virus that, that just overtook this country, the changes in our economy, the changes in the attitude of our neighbors, the changes in the political system, a once God-fearing nation uh, has now just uh, been hijacked by liberals and God-haters and, and, uh, it's, 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 and, and perversion. And so we're having our now. And I got news. It may not get better. The Bible said evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Our now may be even turning worse than it already is. But hear this. The verses I read you at the start of the podcast, they're they're not dealing with the win of the past. And they're not dealing with the now of the present. They are dealing with then. Yes, we've had our win of yesterday and we've had our we are dealing with our now of today. But what I'm excited about and what keeps me smiling and what keeps me rejoicing is the then of our tomorrow. When when can only do so much for you. And now it might just discourage you. But then until then that's the hope. That's the expectation. That's the anticipation. That's the encouragement. We call it the blessed hope of the believer. The when is past. The now will pass because then is on the way. And I don't know how you feel this on this day, but I am longing for then. I am looking for then. I am laboring for then. I'm living for then. I'm laying up treasures for then. Then the trumpet will sound. Then Jesus will come. Then we will be gathered to heaven. Then we will have a glorified body. Then there'll be no more sickness, nor pain, nor death, nor sorrow. Then the devil will be put in his place. Then death and hell will be cast into the lake of fire. Then there'll be no more Republicans, Democrats, or Libertarians, or Vegetarians. Then no more elections. Then no more squabbling over trivial matters that are not going to matter then. No more violence. No more turmoil. Then there'll be no more lies. Then there'll be no more corruption. Then there'll be no more bad news. No more hatred. No more animosity. No more division. The when is past. The now will pass. But then is on the way. Until. Until. Why don't you just wave goodbye to when? Why don't you just hang on during your now? Because your then is on the way. Boy, that's good shouting ground right there. Until I get my then, when Jesus comes and the bride is called away, until then, until, it's, a, it's an expectancy of a, of a place or a person or an event in the future. Until then, I'm going to remain faithful. Until then, let's just keep serving God. Until then, let's just go to church and worship God. Until then, let's live right. 
Until then, let's just anticipate the wonderful day when Jesus comes again. My win is past, over and gone. My now will not last forever. Over and over in the Bible, I love that phrase, it came to pass. But my heart is fixed, like the psalmist said, and my soul is longing for the then, the until. Just as sure as there was a when, and just as sure as there is a now, there is a then. There is an until. And I believe the next thing on God's prophetic time clock is the then, the until, where we lay down our burdens, where we lay down the cross and go be with the Lord for eternity. But preacher, that's a dream. No, it's a then. Preacher, that's a fantasy. No, it's a then. It's a then. And in the next millisecond, I mean at the snap of a finger even faster than that, we could step out of our now into the then. Did you hear what I just said? In the next millisecond, we could step out of our now into our then. And boy, I say with John the Beloved, even so come quickly, Lord Jesus. Do you know why we don't cave in? Because of the then. Do you know why we don't give up? Because of the then. Do you know why we don't get weary and well-doing? Because of the then. We're in the now, but the then's coming. You're in the now, but then is coming. 1 Corinthians 13, 12, Paul gives a comparison of now and then. Now and then. You know what he said? Now I see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. The difference of now and then. Now we don't understand, then we will understand. Now we have heartaches and troubles, then we will be free from all care. Now we find ourselves surrounded by God-haters and Bible deniers. Then we will make up a company that loves God, loves His Son, and loves His Word. Now we come together from time to time to escape the sin-cursed world, but then we will enter into heaven's delight, never to depart from the presence of the Almighty God. The wind is past. The now will pass. I don't know what you're going through, but it'll pass. And then is on the way. This is not the time to give up. This is not the time the time to give in. Then's on the way. Then is on the way. There's an old song and uh, that I, I, I've heard sung all my life. I love it. And it's the song, Until Then. My heart can sing when I pause to remember. A heartache here is but a stepping stone. Along the path that always winding, that's always winding upward, this troubled world is not my final home. The things of earth will dim and lose their value. If we recall, they're borrowed for a while. And things of earth that cause this heart to tremble, remember, there will only bring a smile. But until then, my heart will go on singing. Until then, with joy I'll carry on. Until the days my eyes behold that city, until the day God calls me home. Again, Philippians 1.6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you, will perform it until, until, until the day of Jesus Christ. Jesus, you've not heard the last of Jesus. This world has not heard the last of Jesus. He's coming. And until that day, let's remain faithful. I hope it's been a help to you today on the podcast. And I hope you'll continue to join in with us on the treasures of truth. And may God bless you.